Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and you've tuned in to the right place to up-level in your life and business. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and I want to take a moment to welcome you to today's episode and share. This is an experience sharing episode that I want to tell a little bit of my story and help inspire you in whatever way you may need. Uh, If there's any fear addiction or just like debilitating fear that's showing up in your life, uh, maybe this will be some inspiring choices. So you know, I left my corporate career in 2018. I uh, was a VP at a big financial firm and I had plans to go into coaching with a big coaching firm. Those didn't work out. And here we are at Lila Life. Uh, You know, I, I love working with my clients. I love the business coaching that I do. I love the life coaching that I do. And uh, the Lula Life Collective membership is re-rolling out. And that's really, I'm feeling so inspired about what is to come with that. And prior to that, I had a seven-year corporate career in wealth management. And before that, I was in my young 20s, sort of stumbling through life. So there's this career trajectory, and then there's overlaying that is, say, like the life trajectory. And as I'm leaving college, leaving this uh, high-level athletic career in college athletics, captain, the whole thing with some major mental health issues, depression, anxiety, um, just so much there, eating disorder. You know, there's, there's at some point this healing path started on top of this career path that was also going on. And so at times it would feel extremely confusing because I'm having these huge breakthroughs in my own personal development at the same time, like trying to navigate this career of my twenties into my thirties and which then eventually led me to a career in personal development. Isn't that ironic? But I'm, I'm sharing this story because I think there's a lot of people going through a time right now where there may be different rules or restrictions or life, just like life, uh, life's circumstances that are extremely challenging. And with that are each of our own decisions and how we're navigating it. So if you're finding yourself in like this sticky stuck position, uh, I'd love to share some of my process. If, If it resonates because you're finding it inspiring of what to do, or you're like, what the fuck? And it's resonating and inspiring you of what not to do. Both are great. Okay. Um, but I, I share this because Although I am not in a corporate career being faced with certain um, specific rules, (laughs) that's what I took myself out of. And I did that in 2018, and that took me about seven years. I remember when I started, I uh, was like, oh my gosh, I sold my soul to finance. I didn't even know what that meant. I had zero spiritual practice. I'm just like saying that. I think my intuition was like, what the fuck? Um, And so this is, this just feels really important because your mind is going to have all the excuses and all the reasons why you can't do something, but maybe your heart and soul is yearning for this cracking, this opening for other different decisions. And 
give yourself some grace here, especially if you're entering into the new year with this kind of like questions and feeling like, oh, it's a new year. I want to have all the momentum. If you're listening to this and it's not the new year, it just may resonate where it's feeling frustrating that you're not further along or haven't figured this out. And so one of the mantras that I use for this is uh, nothing's ever lost nothing's ever lost. And so you have this opportunity right now where maybe the timeline you wish was quicker or faster, but nothing's ever lost. And so with the nothing's ever lost is that your right now can be perfectly as fulfilling, I'm doing air quotes, as if everything was exactly how you want it. So let's talk about the exactly how you want it. The dream job, the perfect location, the easy commute or the work from home or whatever, the perfect salary, okay? That's an example. Fill in your own what you want, okay? Could be personal, could be within a, your own business that you run, any change you're trying to make. And then what the reality of the circumstance is, excuse me, is right now, which could be literally opposite of everything I just said. There's an invitation in your now moment to show up learning the lessons that are going to be following you, whether you're in this now or in the next now that you can clean up and deal with right now. So what does that practically look like? That looks like triggers. That looks like drama. That looks like chaos. That looks like recurring thought forms, uh, noticing energy level. Because in all of that cleanup, <laughs> you could be taking, taking yourself to that ideal outcome in the cleanup, in the tending to what's at hand right now, like using my hand very specifically, okay? And we want to bypass all the work that's right in front of us to get to these perfect set of circumstances just to be faced with all the same shit again. Uh, there's, there's a subconscious process called family constellations where they're, they talk about how we have one human and instead of that humans, all their family members, there's actors in every role of each of the other family members. And they all act the same as the actual persons that core humans, family members, without having known any of what's going on in that family. And that's because we're throwing off subconscious patterns, we're showing off dynamics, throwing off dynamics that exist in any environment we find ourselves in. And so if we can come into the work right now every day and really looking at, hmm, like what's showing up for me? Where am I not taking responsibility? Where can I shift my attitude? Where can I develop a new habit? I mean, there, there's a lot of solutions there, but I think that this is so critical because it's like, almost this waiting energy. It's like this if then puzzle, like if this happens and this happens and then I'll be, and I just, I really look out for this because there, I, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not going to be like, eh, that's a delusion, but it feels like it could be a delusion. So we'll let the experts weigh in on that. And so, you know, my very specific journey leaving college, having this experience of being a high-level athlete, and that was my whole identity was in that. My whole love was in that, gave me resources, gave me community, gave me all these things. The loss of that, okay, got it. Like, And then this, all this other stuff, we'll just call it like subconscious soup from my life, following me into my 20s, making sense of all this, uh, going through career, 
going through this healing path, starting to ask all these big questions about myself, my life, who am I? What's all this about? Starting to look at my behaviors, my tendencies. I was very insecure about this for a while. I'm like, oh my God, if like any of my college friends listen to this, they're going to be like, that girl's bullshit. Like I remember when and have some crazy story, but that's the transformation. <laughs> like that would kind of be weird if I was still that girl. Like, thank God I was that girl to have the contrast to be this girl, to behave the contrast to be whatever I'm evolving into. It's like the growth path. So then there starts to be all of this like awareness. Okay, here we are. Like, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to look at my relationship with alcohol. I'm going to look at my relationship with my body. I'm going to look at my relationship to sexuality. I'm going to look at all these parts of myself that <laughs> it's like awkward and um, no guidebook on. I mean, I remember distinctly being 25 and being like, oh my God, it was the moment I turned 24 till I turned 25. I have in my quarter life crisis. Oh my God. Like looking, please somebody, where's the book on this? That was before there was all these help self-help geniuses. I couldn't get a book. There was the one book I found was called 20 something, 20, everything is kind of like a depressing cover. And I was like, that's my book. <laughs> and, uh, I wanted to write a book called the quarter life crisis maybe I still will. Because that experience felt really real, this very clear identity loss of athletics, my whole life being a shit show. You know, this was like 2000 and after the 2008, 2007 crisis. So then I'm like a working professional during that time, right? The environments, the circumstances could always be challenging, right? But it's how you're showing up, navigating, getting through, getting to your next level, taking care of yourself, owning, taking ownership, getting out of any control dynamics, being your sovereign self. And so this was this process that for basically, I don't even know how many years, but more than 10, I've been navigating kind of like, it doesn't matter how long it is, but just navigating. And I would probably consider that you are too in your own way. And there becomes these invitations along the way for you to show up for yourself differently, to love yourself, to nurture your inner child, nurture your true self, start to have vision, start to have trust, start to have tr self-trust, start to have self-love. These are some themes we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks and months. And so then as these new muscles develop and you start to have this intimacy into me, I see with yourself, then your outside world starts to change because it has to. And there's certain decisions that you just can't even imagine making. There's things in my life right now that I hear about and I just, I can't, I cannot relate. I cannot relate because I took actions over the past decade to put myself in a very specific position so no one could tell me what to do. <laughs> and I mean, I remember feeling even in the corporate career censored, like, oh shit, I got to watch what I say because I'm going to get in trouble. Like, oh, we can't talk. It's the environment was to create the environment. I think to feel like that very specifically, because that makes for a great corporate, like, let's do this, let's do this. So there's a lot of deprogramming as you come out of that. 
right? I'm three, four years in that I feel blessed to have gone, gone through that first shift to be in the climate that we're in now to really start to see observer, see like, oh, wow, that looks really familiar to what I used to be in. I'm uh, in a practice of radical compassion uh, that is sometimes very challenging for me to be able to just give every single human the grace for where they're at in their own process. It seems like with my absolute loved ones, it's like a little bit harder because it's just like loving them so much, but wanting them to make certain decisions because maybe there's my own fears, but then it's like, that gets into this enmeshing codependent. It's like, they have to be in their own life to make their own decisions. And those outcomes could be whatever. We don't know. Just like, we don't know what the outcomes of today could be for anyone. So I, I hope this is feeling resonant. There's a, a pretty interesting interview I listened to about uh, the addiction to fear. And they're talking about getting yourself out of the fear addiction. And, you know, you can dive into that. But if you don't have the time to look at that, listen to that, and you're just here right now, uh, which you are, thank you. Um, just consider like, what role is fear playing in my life right now? You know, the cliche, is this fear or this love? The choice, like, is this fear? Am I choosing fear? Am I choosing love? But like, feel into like, what would fear feel like? What would love feel like? And just noticing, noticing when you're faced with the decision, even the littlest decision, notice, is there parts of your body somatically, you know, that's tense up, feel your stomach drop, feel your throat tighten up. Those were my two signature. I'd feel like I'd literally get choked out before I'd say something that I thought was meaningful. So just noticing within your body, if those cues aren't available for you, if you're feeling disembodied, can you get into a little bit of an embodiment practice through movement? I like like little gentle hugs. It's like hug, just like, hi, I'm here. So as you come into this union with yourself, with your body as part of nature, and, and these were, this was some of the language that helped me to me feels like objective truth. Use the language that works for you. It's like, I'm in my body, I'm part of nature. For me, that's like a lot of peace and trusting in, in nature and nature's way. There are so many 20 something farmers that I had met over the past decade and I just laugh. I'm like, this is nature's way. <laughs> it's like, you know, you have all these attorneys and finance people like quitting everything, going into farming. I mean, at least I know of 10 people have done this. Like, oh, nature's way. You know, we talk about soil sometimes. Uh, so see what this all means to you. The journey is the destination. So when you, we, we love the vision, we love the goals, but when you look at the journey is the destination, you're still going to keep going in a direction, this or better, if you choose that belief system. And, <laughs> and you're here. And so what part of here today, this moment feels shitty. And then it's looking, where can I take personal responsibility? Where can I take action? Where can I develop a new belief? Where can I develop a new habit? And it's like, you know, I, I was listening to a powerful talk with Guru Jagat this past week. And it's like, there's a story that the healing takes long, right? I was just telling you about my healing story, but there's the healing can also be quick. And so this comes again to this deeper layer of beliefs. 
And you may have believed this up till now, but could you have a new belief? Maybe you need to do deeper subconscious work for that. Uh, we'll, we'll start to get into some, what some of those tools could be for you. And having the awareness in the now moments <laughs> can also be very conscious work. So that invitation is always available to you. Take it if you want it. So with that, I send you much New Year's love, blessing, and, and beyond the new year, the new day, the new moment, the right now. The shift can be right now. The choice can be right now. Last funny story we had, uh, we were doing a holiday game this past week for New Year's and we are, it's, if you've heard of left, right, center, I also have a guilty pleasure of lotto tickets, scratch offs from time to time. The joke is like on any given Saturday, you can find me at the 7-Eleven buying Ben and Jerry's and, uh, and scratch offs. That's like my party. Uh, yes, my hubby in tow or you know, one of us will initiate it, but it's definitely like my thing. And he just like <laughs> delights me with supporting my thing, but they just made the new 7-Eleven in our town, like so beautiful. And so it's like, truly feels like going out, at least in my head. Anyway, so we're back. Like the whole reason I'm telling you this is left, right, center. And how afterwards when I won, I got a bunch of lotto tickets, not really some gas and lotto tickets, but anyway, we're playing the game. It's getting heated. We're like halfway through. I don't, I might have a dollar left. Everybody has $3. You roll the dice, you put a dollar left, a dollar right, or a dollar center. When the dollar is center, everybody loses their dollars. Then the person with the last dollar gets all of the center. Uh, so it's going, I'm, I'm like, kind of feeling like I'm out. And then I just look at my husband and I said, it all comes down to a decision. The decision to win is made right now. And I'm like laughing at myself and I'm like, you're getting a little crazy. Like this is the competition in me, but it's like these little games of practice where we get to make these decisions in every moment. And the decision to win isn't about beating anyone. It's about winning, like as yourself showing up in your full self every decision, every decision, every decision. And so I did one and the, there's a pretty funny uh, moment captured of me getting ecstatic winning. And then I did not win with my $3 scratch off, but it was, it was worth it. So I, I leave you with that. Uh, have a wonderful day. Take any of these key takeaways, take anything that comes up for yourself as a commitment. It is for you, not for me schedule it in, do the work. This is you transforming your life, every level, up level, up level, being in union with yourself, the true self that you know more than anyone else could ever know, deconstructing the programs that came from God knows where, everything from family to uh, society to the media and, uh, and living that divine expression. So I honor you. I see you. I love you. Blessings. And we're out. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Leela Life Show. Be sure to share, like, and comment. Tune in next week. And if you're not already a member of the Leela Life Collective, you'll want to be. So take a look in the show notes and be sure you sign up today. Have a beautiful day.